And we're back. Episode 11, out the gate, hot, fresh, and new. It's the podcast titled, You Said It, Not Me. It's a podcast about nothing and a little bit of everything. I'm one of your co-hosts, Tristan, a.k.a. Stan. Before I do my introduction, I just want to say that this podcast is episode 11 after my favorite Jordans. Holla at me. But anyway, it's your girl, Kay. How you doing out there, all you cool ducks and chickens? I am the beauty and the brains behind this podcast, making sure these two fools stay in line week to week. Okay. And I'm the mighty god of thunder, here to grace this podcast with my presence. Feel the lightning! Between your pants or... Lightning between his pants? pants? I don't know know if that's what he's calling An electrical pants? Okay. Is that uh, not what you're calling your hammer these days? <laughs> What's the next topic? <laughs> What's the sponsor this week? You think they say the sponsor? Oh, yeah. The sponsor this week is The John. We just appreciate all the shit you've been holding in for everyone over this holiday season. So we salute you. So just to clarify, if you have any uh, idea... Excuse me, if you don't have any idea what the John is, we're talking about the toilet. Oh, and the bidets, because they're the ones that have to go, like, in the ass to clean it out. So, oh. thank you, bidets. Thank you, John. We appreciate you. All right. All right. So, the French are some freaky people, because they just made I'm sorry, little... what, why, why'd you just jump to the French? Is bidet not a French word? You know, I, it may be, you know what? It probably is, but who's to say that it's the French that created it? Well, they also created the French kiss. It's literally just sticking your tongue down somebody's throat. And French fries. Why is you see, you're skipping over the French kiss. And French fries. Just admit it. You guys are freaks. But they is a French word for pony, so. What the? A yeah. pony? What? Yeah. Kind of genuine joint? <laughs> Jump on it. Ride it. Oh my God, it makes sense. You literally have to. No, you don't jump on a bidet. No, you don't. You no, listen. And then the water just shoots up your ass. Have okay. you ever used a bidet? Before? I have not used a bidet, but I think it was in Hawaii. Yes. And it's definitely big in Korea. Oh, Jada Gray, have you ever used a bidet before? No, I've never actually wanted to. Well, I I've thought, heard that they're useful. I thought I, I was potting with some high class folk. Oh, do you do often you, use a bidet? No, right. but I, I've used a bidet when we were in the beautiful state of Hawaii. I've used that bidet. I can get you one off of Amazon for Christmas. No, see those want. those I see those bidets. They're not like the the one in Hawaii. There's, no, it's probably low water pressure. It's just it's just tickling you. No, the bidet. Oh, you want you want a you want full force water to shoot up your ass. Got it. I got think it. You need to check on your husband. No weak waters over here. Listen, I'm. You know what? It's it's so unsanitary with the with, here in America because you just do your business and you just take a, a a thin piece of paper you wipe it in your ass and say I'm clean. No, wash out no. your body. Or okay. you can use the wet wipes. Yeah. Or take a shower. So hang on, hang on. No, I said people can do that. So let me ask you this. I said people can do that. So after every single shit, you have immediately into the shower. Get out of my bathroom. Why are we discussing my bathroom? All right, thank you, thank you. Moving on. Was, uh, you. you had to put up a lot through this holiday Thanksgiving season. We also want to give our weekly shout out to DJ O'Neal. DJ O'Neal. You can hear him every Saturday from 6 to 8 p.m. on KGVoiceRadio.com. He plays everything you want to hear from reggae to 
to hip hop, to soca, to calypso, or if you just want to, you know, pole dance a little bit for your man. Oh. He could play that music too. What about Swedish hip hop? He probably can play uh, yeah. Swedish hip hop, yeah, but you need sure. to, you definitely need to, you know, contact him beforehand so he has, you know, the latest hits. I've been in Will many do. a clubs where sweet, Swedish hip hop, wait, no. What did you say? Swedish what? Swedish hip hop. <laughs> Swedish hip hop? Yes. Oh. Is that like, um, the shooting stars what's the group um singing stars the one that broke up they were really good yo i'm stuck. i, gonna, I, I, I have, have no, no idea, idea. <laughs> never mind i've been in many a clubs where swedish music was playing and jay the Grill was falling in love with random women so i appreciate swedish hip-hop he put me on he's a connoisseur of all kinds of music thanks jay the Grey. well let's hope dj o'neill has some swedish music for you to listen to on saturday between six and eight check him out guys let's do it Guys, we're back again, potting again, professional podcasters. How was your Thanksgiving? How was your holiday? Everybody's good, well-rested, relaxed? I have mad leftovers. So I'm very happy. Mm -hmm. Although I am getting a little bit tired of the turkey, so I might just (laughs) stop for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I already started my shopping season. What's your favorite part of the turkey? Are you a dark dark meat kind of gal? No, no, no. no. I like Jay the Grey, like the breasts. But what breast meat is its own thing? It's not light or dark. What is it considered? It's, it's white breast meat. The breast of the turkey. The breast. The okay. Hefty, but come on, Jay, help me out. The hefty, <laughs> heavy part of any female turkey is the breast. Say what's the next Just topic. juicy and voluptuous, because uh, you know when you find the right person to, so you to cook them, it. So this Jada Gray, he lathers the breast in with gravy. gravy. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, you find, for asking about Thanksgiving. Once you find the best person to bake your turkey, mm-hmm. it won't be dry. It'll come out juicy, like how he likes his women. My I totally understand. Was pretty solid. What did I you mean, do? I uh, hung out. Mm-hmm. With amazing people, mm-hmm. ate amazing food, mm-hmm. fell asleep, and uh, did you slather any gravy on breasts, whether it be dead or alive? Oh, what's the next topic? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad everybody had a great uh, Thanksgiving. Wait, how was yours? Oh, mine was good. I ate food, uh, good food. I hung out with good people. I had uh, some drinks. I had a new fancy uh, whiskey I tried. I am a, a junior connoisseur of whiskey, so if you ever want to send me some, some whiskey my way, I will uh, gladly accept it. That goes double for Jay the Grey. There you go. Thank you. Just you send go. me Pepsi. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you need sugar water. <laughs> Carbonated sugar water. All right, move on. It's a judgment-free zone. Yeah, right. stop judging. I hope you all listeners out there had a great Thanksgiving. We did upload a pod, so go back and check it out if you didn't hear it. As a reminder, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on SoundCloud. We are on Spotify. And if we're not on something that you think we should be on, please let us know. You can hit us up at uh, our Twitter, at you said it, not me pod. Our Instagram, at you said it, not me. Our email, you said it, not me pod at gmail.com. So, yeah, you can find us. Let us know. We what should we talk you. about? Wait. We won't find you, please. That's I'm creepy. not trying to get any restrict. Um, what do you call it? Straight restraining, restraining orders. orders. I don't need that right now. So Sorry, we're guys. not going to find you. Restraining orders don't do a damn thing. You, yes, that paper, <laughs> it's a piece of paper. You burn if you hit that one. The stalker feet. will come next to you and you're just waving a piece of paper. <laughs> help! Help! It doesn't do a damn thing. Oh my god! Depends on the paper. Maybe no. it's construction. You're going to give them paper cut? Construction paper, yeah. 
Yo, slice. I've had some bad paper cuts in my day. I don't want to talk about paper cuts. Uh, well, Move on. Jada uh, Gray, you have enormous hands, so there's a lot of real estate for your <laughs> your hands to get cut up. That's just messed up, dude. So we're going to move on to what Kay loves to call hot buzz topics. With a dash of honey. Thank you uh. for that. <laughs> all right. So 2020 is the year of all years. And recently was reported that there was a club. I know clubs are supposed to be a thing of the past right now as we are moving through this pandemic. But there was a club in Queens that got shut down. Not for having an awesome party, a bashment, or anything like that. Okay. It got shut down because it was a massive swingers club. So they got shut down because they had a lot of swings? No, no. Thank you. Thank you for asking. I'll clarify that for the okay. listeners out there that may not know what a swingers club is. A swingers club is for people who like to swing. So that is a person that is in a relationship with someone and they want them to have sex with someone else. And they themselves can have sex with someone else. So they swing is the term, the colloquial wow. term. So this was happening in Queens, not too far from us. So Jada Gray, I don't know where you you weren't there, were you? I can't say that I have. No, OK, I mean, uh, well, you know, what? let me not put your business out there on the pod. But uh, this was shut down. Uh, people were out there living their best life, having uh, sex with various people. And it got shut down. Uh, there were people in there. They were safe, though. They were strapped up. They had masks on. Strapped up like on harness? Well, they were on harnesses okay, and yeah. they were doing a whole bunch of things. But they swinging. did they, they did have masks, although after a while, mm-hmm. uh, people went in there and said, I don't care if I catch COVID. I'm going to take the mask off and uh, do what I got to do. So that got shut down. So, Ooh. okay. You, know, you, you can't go to church. You can't go to the theater. Keen over COVID. Yeah, you can go to the swingers club. So that That's happened. Crazy. Wow. Okay. I'm pretty sure all those swingers are grieving right now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, swingers. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sure it'll open soon. Yeah, there's there's somebody swinging right now. Massive yeah. bleach out. Oh, yeah. it's just bleach out the place and just continue bleach swinging out and do wow. it over. Mm-hmm. Wow. You heard it here first. If you're going Lysol swinging, Lysol spray. Yeah, bring, bring a Lysol <laughs> spray. What are you spraying? Are you spraying the genitalia? You're spraying the sex. Just. Just, just the sex, just, 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 just spraying sex. The, the air. Yeah, just, just get All right. out of here. Swing safely, everybody. Uh, mask wear up, wear your mask. What is the helmet for? What do you mean? The lower helmet. The lower helmet, got it. All right, you heard it here first. All heads are protected. Kate, you said oh, it, not me. Oh my gosh. All right, moving on in hot buzz. A sport that's uh, near and dear to me. It's kind of... Uh, on the downside, uh, boxing. I'm oh. a great fan of the late, great Muhammad Ali. I would, as a young lad, a wee little lad, I would go back and watch a bunch of his matches, whether it's against Sonny Liston, uh, Floyd Patterson, a bunch of people that he went up against. I watched a bunch of those fights. And we had two legends in the ring over the weekend. We had uh, my Iron Mike Tyson. Tyson. Oh, oh, sorry, I, I did say that wrong. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kane. Iron Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> and we also had legendary fighter Roy Jones Jr. Kay and uh, Jada Gray, did you guys remember who Roy Jones Jr. was? You oh. know, I didn't. Don't tell me. You, you forgot who Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, was? Yeah, I really oh did. Uh, he's a boxer. And not only is he a world heavyweight champion... And welterweight and middleweight. He goes through all the classes. Champion. He's also 
a recording artist. Mm. Let me just play a little snippet for you. Cause oh, he, boy. You sound like you forgot. He texted me this really quick and said, yo, just in case they forgot. You know? okay. So shout out to Roy Jones. All right, please. Please Yep, indeed, you mm-hmm. did. I, I, I certainly Okay. So y'all so must have forgotten. So how do you dance it if you shadow, shadow box? Yeah, I think, I, I think you can. Like, shadow, shadow box, and you, you, you grab a girl. Okay. And you, you don't shadow box a girl. No, 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 no. She's, she's near you, and okay. maybe maybe you could press up on her. Okay. Uh, body. And you just, you know, you just... Let a couple of hooks off or something like your jump rope, and you could do, just do the routine things. But y'all must have forgot. Y'all definitely forgot about Roy Jones. Jr. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to picture how that dancing would go. So the girl's in front of you, and you are jumping rope and shadow boxing. So let me remind all the listeners that uh, the people, my co-hosts here, they're they're of Jamaican uh, descent, and this is where you draw the line: not jumping off of fifty foot speakers at the pasa pasa, landing violently onto pum pum. Wait. For those out there who are not Caribbean, the term poom poom means vagine. Oh my gosh. So the shadow boxing is where you draw the line. I was trying to just envision what you were talking about. Anyways. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I was trying to, I was really trying to picture the dance move. All right. I, I like the independent shadow boxing in the corner better. Okay. Listen, if you go to a club and somebody's boxing in the corner, <laughs> call security immediately. <laughs> immediately okay all right so iron mike tyson hasn't boxed in about 15 years he's uh 54 years old Mm -hmm. uh he's in amazing shape he He actually uh lost weight he's sobered up he's back being faithful to religion he started a podcast shout out to my fellow podcasters out there Mm -hmm. and he looks great he was boxing and always on instagram people saying like yo mike still got it he Trained with the legendary Customato. He did a lot of bobbing and weaving. He's just a very unique uh, fighting style. Um, short in stature, but a lot of power behind his punches. So he That's still got fact. it. Power's the last thing to go. Roy Jones Jr., 51 years old. He has in boxing about three years, so he's more recent. Speed was his always his game. A lot of speed, uh, dodging. And we saw the fight. Uh, went to full eight rounds. I don't know if very it... Very shocking. Yeah. For uh, their... You know, older age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope I look like Mike Tyson at 54. I was he looks expecting amazing. a pigeon to fly by. Oh, <laughs> Mike Tyson, a Brooklyn native, grew up uh, collecting pigeons all the time. Mm-hmm. So, so I figured, wanted... you know, like a little fan section. Mm-hmm. Dating back to the last podcast, you never confirmed to me if you were going to cook pigeon or not for me. Jerk pigeon. So Mike Tyson, he... <laughs> so as, he was, as I was watching, I noticed that he was still quick. Yeah, he's he's speedy. And I just got nervous with every blow. Like, oh my God, if that hook had landed, he would have been lights out. Well, to be mm. fair, Kay, you were kind of in and out as I was watching the fight. And after about the to third round. To be fair, round, I was Christmas shopping, but whatever. Yeah. After about the third round, everything kind of slowed down. And uh, people said that they were basically fighting like two uncles at a family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Over the last piece of chicken leg? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so that's what it was looking like. Um uh, it went the full eight rounds. They, the judges decided it was a draw. So that happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. I noticed that neither parties were happy. N- well, Mike Tyson was very contempt because for him to even be back. Uh, the boxing. other one was like, I don't do no draws. Yeah, Roy, Roy Jones <laughs> Jr. was upset. He had a 
he had a, a gloves on to commemorate the late great Kobe Bryant. So that mm-hmm. was pretty dope. So I uh, actually read something saying that they're thinking about having a continuation to this fight. Yeah, have a sequel. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I'm not surprised. And if it was a fight for charity, it wasn't yeah. right, you know. But they were going like full blows and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this leads me into thinking about uh, something that Tyson said. Tyson mm-hmm. was saying that the UFC has been kicking boxing's boxing. butt, yeah, as far as like viewership is concerned. Mm-hmm. So being able to draw attention to boxing again is huge. Yeah, even though both fighters are above the age of fifty. Yep. I mean, it was a spectacle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what did it, because a mm-hmm. lot of people don't know, you know, the uh, Keith one-time Thurman, Javante Davis, these young up-and-coming boxers. They should be a lot more popular, mm-hmm. like how boxing was back in the days of Ali and Iron Mike Tyson in his prime. But mm-hmm. it's like they kind of, boxing at this point has to kind of turned into pro wrestling, because uh, the yeah, undercard yeah. on this is what drew a lot of people to. A lot of people came to this, because this in itself is a, kind of like a gimmick yes. to see. It's like Undertaker versus Goldberg. These people are <laughs> well in their 50s, and you're still doing these physical activities. That's uh-huh. what this was. And um, that undercard, which was Nate Robinson, former mm-hmm. NBA player, uh, doing it for the the smaller guys of stature, like uh, Jay the Gray and I. He stands at about 5'8". <laughs> uh, Oh, I thought he was like 5'4". You said he was similar to you guys. Yeah, we're 5'8". No, you're not. We did the Apple Listen. ruler test and you came out at 5'6". Listeners out there with the new uh, iPhone 12 <laughs> that Apple dropped, there's a feature on there where you can measure people, but it's a bit oh inaccurate. It's, it's not. It's telling it's not. Kay that I'm 5'4". I, I assure you, <laughs> I am not that. <sighs> so... It was Nate Robinson, former mm-hmm. NBA player, uh, also played for the Knicks, and he won a dunk contest at a small stature. I believe he won three. Did he? Yeah, I believe he won three dunk contests. Oh, well, yeah. So he should go to the Hall of Fame then, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he boxed against uh, a YouTuber, uh, uh, Jake it, Paul. It was Jake Paul of uh, the infamous uh, Paul brothers, uh, Paul and Jake. Mm-hmm. Wait, God. Wait, I'm sorry. Yes. Sorry. Oh, God. It was Jake Paul and Jake. So it was Jake Paul and and Sean Paul. No. (laughs) Just give me the light. (laughs) So um, Jake Paul is a 23-year-old YouTuber. Um, He's known for doing just a lot of pranks. He is someone that a lot of people can call or would call abrasive. Uh, he mm-hmm. gets on a lot of people's nerves. He's very brash, loud. Controversial. Controversial. Um, and, you know, he just started challenging people to uh, fight. Is he still on YouTube? I remember he got... Didn't he get suspended? I believe he is, yes. Mm-hmm. But he mentioned that he wanted to transition over to boxing and rapping. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, so, we're talking... This guy's a millionaire already. He's yeah. he's not hurting for of money. YouTube money alone. Yes, YouTube money. Yeah. Um, also, just let me just run down a couple of the things that he's known for. Uh, one, he's known for having two fake weddings. What? Yeah, two fake weddings. Uh, another. He can't even have a real wedding, and he's having two fake weddings. <laughs> yep. Um, another is that uh, the FBI raided his house, took out a couple of guns. And uh, apparently he's been under investigation for a while. So, 
I don't know what the heck is going to come of that. Okay. Wow. Um, and again, uh, he's known for prank videos, and a lot of parents got pretty upset with him because of his pranks and the kind of person that he is. And the kids were following. And the kids, of course, with their impressionable minds, mm-hmm. follow his example. And he, he, I, I thought he got suspended because he also had a video in. Uh, there's a very famous forest in Japan, mm. where it's some kind of suicide forest, and there's a, a horror film about it. If we remember, we'll add it in here. But he went to that forest and took a picture, pic, a video with dead bodies, trying to make content and stuff like that. And that's where a lot of people drew the line with him. I think that was Logan. Oh, that was Logan. I, I think was that was Logan, his older brother. Oh, yeah. okay. So that was a loophole. The other one got suspended. Yeah, yeah got it, got yeah, it, got yeah. it, got it. But um, yeah, these guys, they, uh, as far as pushing the envelope is concerned, that's what they're all about. Mm-hmm. And you know what? In in twenty twenty, uh, notoriety is a thing. Yeah. As long as your name is on people's lips and people give a crap about you. Yep. You're 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 something. You can monetize notoriety. Yeah, exactly. Is Jake Paul from the Disney Channel? Yes. Oh. Wow. Yes. I thought that's, he was straight up and down YouTube. Mm-mm. Wow, that's that's why he has some such a big following. Mm-hmm. This little chicken heads out here over here following him because they watch his shows like growing up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so now he he's you're saying he's basically a role model at this point cuz the kids look <laughs> up to him. I don't even know if he's a role. <laughs> I don't I don't don't think he's necessarily a role model, but he just does have a huge following because but, of that. So, okay, you're saying he's not necessarily a role model. No, but I said what, I personally wouldn't call him a role model. So you're saying for yourself or just what, in general? What is happening? Because <laughs> all what I'm saying I'm, is because, that he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be a role model. He, but he is, and that's what I'm saying. Well, that's mm, unfortunate. Yeah, because now these are the role models. When we were growing up, mm-hmm. somebody would say, "Who's your role model?" You're supposed to say like Maya Angelou. Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ask a kid, who's your role model? Uh, Cardi B. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, shout out to Cardi B. But uh, she always, she will tell you herself, I'm not a role model. Right. So, I, I feel like uh, something that's been happening in recent years is that the uh, curtain is coming back or pulling back on uh, just a lot of celebrities, people with money. This boy is potting. The man said a curtain is pulling back. I like that. <laughs> Um, and we're seeing more about like how these people actually act on their day in their day to day lives mm-hmm. versus you know just whatever entertainment thing that they're known for. Yeah. So let's say for example Cardi B. Let's say um, we weren't watching her on her, on the shows that she was on, and she didn't have Instagram or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We would just say, "Oh, she's a talented rap- rapper. She's yeah, amazing." Yep. Yeah, but. Beyond that, you mm-hmm. know, we know that she's uh, just a very brash, outspoken, mm-hmm. does whatever the heck she feels like yeah. kind of person. Yeah. And to be honest, I wouldn't I wouldn't call her a role model for young girls or whatever, but I would say that I respect what she does because she's not afraid to be who she is. Yeah. That's agreed. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, uh, we can't say who is and isn't a role model. Uh, Charles mm-hmm. Barkley, Michael Jordan, they always said, I'm not a role model. Mm-hmm. We The kids are going to pick who they pick and try and emulate what they do. That's a That's fact. That's what a role model is. So when I was jumping off the top bunk trying to do elbow drops, Randy <laughs> <laughs> Macho Man Savage was my role model. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, legend. Mm. Uh, yeah, so... Another thing happened that was really big in the music zone. Mm-hmm. We had verses of uh, Timberland and God, 
Why am I blanking on Alicia Keys's uh, husband's name? Swiss Beats, Beats, Bronx native. Shout mm-hmm. out to the BX. Uh, versus we had Gucci Mane versus Young Jeezy, the Snowman. We had Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat. Wasn't it Keith Sweat? What the? What are no, you? <laughs> My bad. I meant Babyface. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Damn, Keith. Who who would you want to see te- Keith Teeth Sweat? Who would you want to see Keith Sweat go up against? K. Nobody. Wow. <laughs> wow. Good. Okay. Good. That was good. Ten cool points for you. Mm-hmm. Um, who did Babyface go against? Who? What Teddy Riley Teddy with his Riley. terrible internet yes. connections. Terrible, that seems like ten, forever. Terrible ago. internet mm-hmm. connection, but that was a good versus. It was that, a good versus, though. Didn't they have to do it over again? They did. They did. Yeah, right? So they that was a real good versus. Our mm-hmm. dance hall versus yes, was that, really mm-hmm. good. To me, yeah, to me, Beanie Man and Bounty Killer, that was still the uh, best versus so far. I'm very, very, very heavily biased, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was number one for me, and then Babyface, mm-hmm. and then the Kurt Franklin one. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, so it was Gucci Mane and uh, Young Jeezy who have a lot of beef, mm. uh, contention, if you will. And for the was listeners... Was it corn beef? Hmm? Was it corn beef? All right. <laughs> for the listeners that don't uh, know what was going on there, uh, Gucci Mane and Young Jeezy were on a very popular song, So I Say, mm-hmm. and Gucci Mane was upset because Jeezy wasn't coming around to perform. And apparently, Jeezy put out a hit on Gucci Mane. Serious? Uh, yeah. yeah. So okay, a robber came there. Gucci Mane started firing back, killed one of the gentlemen there, and removed the mask and found out it was a member of Young Jeezy's group. Damn. So from then, he knows, okay, this dude is trying to line me up. And that's right. a terrifying situation to be put in that position in your life, and you have to defend yourself. So ever since then, there was contention. And Young Jeezy swears he had nothing to do with it. So them meeting together to do this versus is a big thing. First of all, all the versus is is something that they've been doing in Jamaica for a long time. We know as a sound clash. I'm going to play my rhythm. You play your rhythm and go back and forth. But that's all it is. For the people that don't know what versus is or never listened to it, you're you're playing songs back and forth. See who has the better song. Mm -hmm. So they came came together and it was a big moment for hip hop, a big moment for the culture. Mm -hmm. It was great to see. Uh, afterwards, they went to a COVID-packed uh, club, and <laughs> wait, did you just say that the club was packed with COVID? Apparently, I mean, it, it, wow. It, you know, we, we always talk about Florida with okay. the the, co- the COVID thing, but okay. Atlanta, they they they're up there. Okay. COVID doesn't exist there either. Hmm. Uh, so I want to ask y'all, what would be your dream versus matchup? Not hmm. not limited to music, right? Well. Here at you, the podcast, you said it, not me. We don't limit ourselves ever. It's a podcast about nothing with a little bit of everything. So, okay, whatever right. your your mind takes you to, will be your dream versus K. Hmm. For me, it would be a matchup between Ninety Day Fiance <laughs> and Married at First Sight. Okay, Ooh, that's that's both a really shows good, yeah. involve finding love mm-hmm. and pushing through boundaries. To get what you really want. Okay. So so I will say this, and Jada Gray might agree with me. Mm. I think that 90 Day Fiance would win that. Only because you have some amazing characters and cast <laughs> members on that show that carry over from season to season. Where Married at First Sight, it's only... If, if you get a good couple, it'll make the season good. Like, hmm. See? 90 Day Fiance has different branches. Yeah. I'm, yes. I'm talking about 
90 Day Fiance. I'm not talking about 90 Day Fiance the other way. Okay, you're right. 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After. Mm. 90 Day Fiance, Before the 90 Days. Just a solid, straight up. You're right. Very first show. You're right. 90 Day Fiance. And they did have a couple of Jamaicans on there. So was Jada Gray on there? I don't remember. He was. What season was that? Maybe it's not out yet. Oh, my bad. My fault, my fault, my fault. <sighs> edit, edit. Yeah, we were just the, you know, friends at the bottom. Yeah, 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 my fault. doing the interview, God. So my, uh, about that, Jay. my verses would be Jerry Springer versus Maury. <laughs> and okay. that would be my dream versus but matchup. like, why? Maury was more, yeah. like, structured. And but, Jerry was such a loose end. But, but Jerry kind of set the trend because... Okay. Maury, uh, Jerry was more of the early 90s. If you were sick, you stayed home from, from school, and you had Maury to, uh, Jerry Springer to watch, excuse me, and you would see nudity on there, you'd see I cheated on this person with that person, I slept with the principal and the vice principal, all wow. kind of crazy topics. So they would wow. be on the stage, and they would play one episode, mm-hmm. a, a portion of the episode, and then the other one would play another portion of the episode, and we'd go from there, similar to vo- uh, verses. All right, Jay. <laughs> um, I had to think real long and hard about this, um, and I came up with oxtail versus mm. curry chicken. Oh my mm. goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and and you should do samples. Yeah, yeah. From like different, ha- different households. <laughs> right? I, I will say straight up off the bat right now that oxtail is going to win that. Curry chicken is good, but it's not oxtail. Kay, who would you think win that? Hmm. See there? See? It's not if, too, I'm, if I'm having white rice, mm-hmm. what is it? Curry, curry chicken. chicken. Yep. Mm. If I'm having rice and peas, oxtail. oxtail. This is reasonable. Mm, but you could slather the oxtail gravy on the yeah, white rice. Yeah, no, I still like it with rice and peas. Okay. I will say that uh, curry chicken is king for me. It's just how I am. doesn't matter what rice. I love me some curry chicken. Um, oxtail is a close second. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's me. Uh, I think you should right actually now. do this versus. You should probably tell you your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell your mom. <laughs> tell your mom. We'll, we'll, we'll actually set that up. <laughs> Make some samples. I will text Swiss and Tim, like, yo, we got this new versus. Yeah, we'll put it on Insta Story. Insta yeah, Live let's do it. Stuff. Imagine that'd be hilarious. You have the illest line outside your house. <laughs> yeah, to try <laughs> this versus. Listeners out there, if because you never you cannot get. Free oxtail yeah. anywhere. That's a fact. Oxtail is actually super expensive. That's now. one thing I really want to know if Joe Biden is going to do anything at all about the price of oxtail. Nine dollars a pound. We're talking about. He brought it down. No. We're talking wow. about student loans, canceling student loans. That's cool. We're talking about you know the climate. We're mm-hmm. talking about all these things, immigration and stuff mm-hmm. like that. COVID. Is he going to bring the price of oxtail, oxtail down. down? Yeah. To a reasonable. To price. a reasonable price. Five ninety nine a pound. I like it. Okay. That's a, that's any a good start. Candidates you know out how, there. You know how many oxes we're going to have to murder for that? Because <laughs> is, people is, are is going oxtail to from go an ox? It's for the greater you know good. What? I don't even know. Huh? Wait, what? I is never, oxtail from an ox? Yeah, yes. native Jamaican. Is it from an ox? I, I would figure so, yeah. It's oxtail. So, so is there a sh- Are oxes endangered, which is why the prices are so high? Or So, not for anything, but I actually did research on this topic. Oh, wow. Part of the reason why uh, the cost of oxtail increased is because uh, in the past it was pretty cheap. And 
people started realizing how good oxtail is. Mm-hmm. So, you know what happens? When you say people, you mean people outside of the Jamaican culture? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so, they started realizing that oxtail is really, really good. So, that demand went up. So, what happens when the demand goes up? Your pricing goes up. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and to be fair, oxtail is not strictly a Jamaican thing. Other, no. Uh, no, no, other cultures. The are Latino, Latino. Yeah. Oh, I, I've seen oxtail soup. Too. Yeah. I think I saw oxtail patty one time. It sounds about so, right. Yeah. Yeah. We we actually uh, a Caribbean in general. You know, yeah. we we share a lot of dishes. So shout out to my West Indians. There you go. All right. Is there beyond uh, oxtail yet? <laughs> I would never. I don't want to leave out my vegans. Beyond oxtail. <laughs> I, you never know. It could be in the work. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I bought some stock in Beyond. You got to ask Golden Crust. Good idea. Just ask Golden Crust. <laughs> ask Golden for what? You wanted to curse you out the cash register? We don't have that. We don't have that. <laughs> we don't have that neither. <laughs> All right. So on a sombering note, I want to wish a happy birthday to our King T'Challa. It would have been uh, Chadwick Boseman's 44th birthday hmm. this week as you guys are listening to this podcast. So Black Panther, amazing film, made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I still tear up when I watch it now, just 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 a bit. Mm-hmm. It's not a full. I get allergies when I watch it. So, <laughs> happy birthday, King T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman, forty two, Jackie, another great film. Um, mm. Get on up, amazing actor. Mm. So he has a, just a long list of, yeah, of great films. Yeah. yeah, interesting thing that uh, came up is that uh, Disney confirmed that. Uh, Black Panther Two mm-hmm. is being worked on. Yeah, but they decided that they're not going to use like a digital representation of Chadwick Boseman. They're yeah. gonna just you know leave him out mm-hmm. and uh, have the movie focus more on Shuri, his sister. So yeah, it's pretty cool. That's Act- good. Yeah. Actress Letitia Wright, she's mm-hmm. doing her thing. Yes, ma'am. And when you read the, the Black Panther com- comic, a lot mm-hmm. of people have donned the Black Panther mantle. That is a fact. We also saw Shuri's that in the uh, in the film too, when mm-hmm. the father, the father, mm-hmm. uh, King T'Chaka, Chaka Chaka now. I'm sorry, <laughs> Beanie Man song. Anyways, <laughs> he uh, donned the Black Panther uh, mantle. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday, Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace. We miss you. Okay, you want to take it away with your uh, topic? Yes. Now to um try and lighten up the somber mood, just put us all in. Apologies. <laughs> I was, you know, laying in bed at an god-awful hour, just scrolling on Instagram. Okay. And then I came across this post from the Shade Room that I thought was very interesting. Isn't that where you get your daily news from? Yeah, Shade Room is my Fox News, my CNN, <laughs> all of that. Is it right-leaning or left-leaning? Okay. So... The um, story is about... So I'm going to bring... <laughs> he just threw me off. <laughs> All right. Edit. It's okay. So the post i seen is about a girl who's about to celebrate her birthday. And she had contacted her hairstylist. But then she got some unwar- unwarranted news. Okay. So let's tell her story. Okay. I'm going to read the post from Shade Room. Tina's birthday is coming up. So she sent her hairstylist, Sierra, $575 to create and style two wigs. One week later, Tina gets a phone call from Sierra's mother, Mrs. Brown, saying Sierra went to jail. Tina calls Miss Brown to see when Sierra gets out of jail, but the dates keep changing. First it was one week, then it turned to 60 days. Hmm. 
four months pass and Tina hasn't heard from Ciara or Miss Brown. At this point, she just wants her money back. Tina makes one final attempt to text Mrs. Brown about a refund for her wigs and, well, this is the response she received. So, Mrs. Brown, this is the text message that Tina sent over. I'm trying to be patient and understanding that Ciara is in jail, but Mrs. Brown, I need my money back. It's been over four months. Are you able to cash at me my refund? To which Mrs. Brown replies, Look, bitch. I reached out to be nice. Don't text me about this shit no more. She is in jail. And you worried about a damn wig? So no, I can't send you shit. I ain't got it. Don't text my phone with this shit no more. So now the question is, do you respond to to Mrs. Brown? Firstly, or do you just let it go? Firstly, Jada Gray, you can back me up on this. I think the, the real question is, are women out here paying for a PS4 for a... Excuse me. Are women out here paying for a PS5 mm-hmm. for a wig? $575. Two wigs. Two wigs. So two wigs equate to a PS5. I'm pretty sure the wig is, you know, made for Very your hair, yes. your head. So your it, shape, it looks real. Uh-huh. It's clean. Mm-hmm. It's good quality. Mm-hmm. It's styled. So all you got to do is set it and forget it. So is this hair, this wig, implanted into your hair follicles and it starts <laughs> growing on its own? Like No, but mm-hmm. it's two wigs for the price of one PS5. You know you can go to Party City and buy a wig for about <laughs> 15 bucks. It's a little bit stiff at first. Maybe you just got to... And you know you can go to the arcade and uh, pay a quarter for a game. Yo, look how, you're showing your age right now. What is an arcade? You go to David Buster's. Those down for years. Your age. They don't, don't even care. take quarters at David Buster's. Well, they your take age. coins. GD coins. They take right. coins. <laughs> you got, you got either Apple way, Pay. Either like, way, don't worry about it. But on a serious note, when it comes to uh, the wig cost and so on and so forth, uh, if you want quality, you got to pay for it, right? Yeah. So With anything. You're right. And, and not for anything, but I've seen some... Low quality wigs. wigs that start to tear the minute right. it hits the, the I sun. Know, I didn't know Jada Dre was a connoisseur in wigs. I am not. I'm just telling you what I've seen you, on a day to day. To be fair, you like what you like, so you know what you're looking for. <laughs> so anyway, when it comes to these wigs, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can, I've seen low quality, yes. and I've seen, oh shoot, that's a wig. I had no idea. So I, I, I think I, I get it. Like you got to pay. Yeah, good money you want to look want good you don't want to look chaka chaka right. chaka chaka i love it for and those that don't know what chaka chaka means that means terrible disheveled <laughs> unkempt messy and jada gray i've known you long enough to be in your presence when okay. you see <laughs> he's laughing already. a quote chaka chaka wig oh, a disheveled boy. wig and <laughs> You always describe it as okay. something crawled onto the young lady's head <laughs> and just died. Exactly. Oh so, you don't want that. So you're so, going to pay five seventy five for mm-hmm. two wigs that make you look human. Right. And, and shout out to the ladies out there because these wigs are looking immaculate. I That's scroll uh, social media and I learned so much. I learned about the lace front wig. Mm-hmm. You, you have leave out. You have... Um, there's a lot of tricks that they do. You have mm-hmm. to put the foundation over the baby hair, and then the wig goes on top. Like it's amazing. It, it, is, a, it is. Shout out to you, ladies. You ladies look beautiful. Uh, everything you do, I appreciate it as a connoisseur of women and a lover of women. But he has a main one that he loves a whole lot. 
You just saved your man from getting smacked across this studio. <laughs> but um, back to the conversation at hand. What do you say to Mrs. Brown? Do you say, bitch, watch him out? Or you just don't respond at all? You know, this is so crazy. So to confirm, it was $575 for two wigs, mm-hmm. four months, no contact. They want their money back. The person went to jail. Can you? They I'll, went to jail, and there's no telling when she's going to come out. Nobody it, knows. Okay, so right there, if it was me, I would try and search the public record and see if there's anything about that person being in jail. And then if I could confirm that day, okay, they're in jail. Like, maybe they killed somebody. I don't know. I don't know what they did. But mm-hmm. I'm somebody gonna, out over a wig, right? Yeah, yeah. Some, it's $575. <laughs> Sometimes... Mm-hmm. You just got to know when to take the L. Mm. That's a big L. It is. That's a big L it's a to PS5 take. Like, L. You need to figure out. First of all, you need to know all the facts. Like, did you, is there a contract involved? Because I know a lot of hairstylists these days make you put down a down payment on mm-hmm. PayPal and sign contracts and, you know, say that you're going to come. And, you know, if you don't show up, then you're held liable for it. Mm. So there has to be some kind of contract, you know, it goes to w- both ways. So if Shorty's saying, yeah, come through, I'll make these wigs for you, and then disappears for four months, something's got to give. If yeah, you can't give yeah. me back my five you're going to have to give me partial and a wig or something. Like You have to do something. You just, I just can't walk away from $575. Jada Gray, you've worked in a customer service before. Mm-hmm. How would you handle this when you have an irate uh, customer? I mean... It, this is a little different because this seems to be like a much more uh, focused, smaller setting. Um, but what Kay was saying kind of rings true for me. Like, I, th- I feel like when you're doing business dealings, especially with something that was like $500, there should be some sort of official contract, something that's signed, something that can be looked at. So therefore, if something happens, you can get your money back. This should be an avenue that when it, you should just be able to get your money back if something goes wrong. And I think one of the elements is missing here, mm-hmm. like Jada Gray, w- w- what you're saying. Mm-hmm. We, do we know if this was a homegirl? Right. Is this a friend? Mm-hmm. Is this we a recommendation? Don't. We don't know any. So, so if you're going to tell your business on the internet, please, please have those very important details yeah. so we can get to the bottom of it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what is the most you ever paid for a wig? First of all, I'm gonna smack you because you know I don't have any wigs. I, listen, you, you had have, you have a life before me. You, I don't. Maybe oh, you've okay. worn do wigs you, once or twice. Do you see any pale heads sitting around the house with hair on top of it? Okay. Do you see any? So, what of is those? the equivalent to that? Getting your hair done? I guess the equivalent for me or yes. for any. For What's me, the most going... that you've ever paid in relation to your beautiful, luscious head of hair? Oh, okay. See, that's the way you phrase the question. Um, hmm. oh, depends on what I get. If I'm just getting a standard like wash, silk press, cut. Probably the most I paid was like one eighty five. Hmm. Okay, a pair of Jordans. Mm-hmm. Jada Gray, what's the most you ever paid for your luscious salt and pepper hair? Thirty bucks. Well, that's the usual. Thirty bucks. Line up, trim, beard, <laughs> hunting. Yep. Okay. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna say the most I ever paid. Yeah, thirty. About the same. Okay. It it's expensive to be a woman. Sure is, man. Five seventy five for two wigs. How much for your nails? Manicure, pedicure, hundred. Depends on where you go. If you go in the city, you're gonna be paying that city price. Mm-hmm. If you go in your hood, you might get a mm-hmm. more decent 
bargain. Right. Okay. Jada so Gray, it definitely how... depends on your location. Mm. Jada Gray, how much for um, a breast augmentation? Like, if it's not big enough, you want the bigger, how much are you shelling out? What's the next topic? <laughs> he doesn't want his accountant to hear it. Yeah, his accountant is going to, yeah. So, that's a very compelling story, and thank you people out there for oversharing on social media and giving us some amazing content but we're missing that important element on if they were friends if they were cool if they were homegirls we don't know that mm-hmm. so it brings me to another topic that Kay was talking about in pre-production because we're professional podcasters here shout out to the engineer shout out to the producer we appreciate you and we appreciate all your listeners uh what do you do when your friend is running a business, they're running a new venture, whether it's podcasting, it is music, it's doing hair, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. How do you define that line between business yeah. so and that line is, friendship? That line is practically invisible. Mm. It's very hard to see. It depends on the person you are, whether mm-hmm. you see the line of friendship and business. Because I know, like using myself as as an example, a lot of my friends with COVID running around here have started new businesses and mm-hmm. I tried my best to support mm-hmm. each and every one of them while I can. Yeah, right. And it went from, I bought some candles, I've bought makeup, I've bought lotions, mm-hmm. I've bought soap, like anything my friends were pushing out, so I you, wanted to be their supporter. So you That's treated awesome. it straight up like an I actual I treated it as an actual, actual business. business. Yep. I wasn't looking for any discounts. You're a customer. I wasn't looking mm-hmm. for any handouts. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking to for freebies. Right. Yeah. Like, you're a customer. You're, this is your business. Mm-hmm. I'm going to support your business because mm-hmm. I don't go to the local shop right, mm-hmm. right and say, hey, I was here last week, so can I get this for free now? Because right. like, right. you just right. don't right. do right. it. That makes sense. And And... You frequent Amazon often, and I've never, never seen you tweet or text Jeff Bezos like, hey, bro, can I get a promo code? Yeah, can I, I never, get this for nope. free? I or, wish I did, though. Do you have his number? I wish I did. Uh, wish okay. I did. Definitely text that fool. And you also supported Jada Gray's OnlyFans. You... I did not because I did not want to see my brother in that type of way. Oh, I thought... But oh. I did support his big breast augmentation GoFundMe account for God women it. that he oh my gosh. supports. God. I did do that. Okay. I did support that. Jada Gray, what do you have to say about supporting friends? And how do you differentiate that line between business and friendship? So generally, I'm not an asshole. So if my friends are um, doing something, whether it be a, like a, something where they're selling something or they need me to listen to something or whatever... I'm going to do my best to support them. I'm not asking for any handouts. I'm not asking for any freebies. I'm not asking for any discounts because that's not the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if you say, yo, bro, I want you to get this candle right here and talk about my candle and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a freebie right quick. That's an that's, aggressive that's, that's candle what? you're selling. That's an aggressive candle salesman. But if you want to send me a free sample... Cool, fine, mm-hmm. whatever. But I'm not gonna search for it because yeah. I want you to be able to say like, yeah, this guy's really my friend. Like he's not, he's not trying to mess around and like just gets to score some free stuff off of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because if I'm if I'm starting up something, I want my Which friends to. Oh yeah, I I have haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> you should probably listen to this anyway. Um, but if I'm starting up something, if I have a business, right? 
Um, I want my friends to turn around and support me. I want people to, uh, you know, just be there for me mm-hmm. because I know I would be there for them. And yeah, yeah that's that. And there's a free way to do it, and there's a monetized way. You can monetize, mm-hmm. you know, putting money where your mouth is and purchase the product. And or also, you can promote something, mm-hmm. you know, promote what you love instead of mm-hmm. bashing what you hate. Mm-hmm. Over here, over here at uh, the podcast title, you said it, not me. We don't have a monetized version of this yet. We're doing everything free 99 off the back of our uh, sponsors and loving listeners. We mm-hmm. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I didn't, I don't have any examples of like what jada gray is talking about where you have a friend that's starting up a business or something like that and you don't really support i've always you know supported where i can but something along the lines of that was kind of like business and friendship is borrowing money oh boy that's Ooh. always like a a shaky situation that uh, borrowing money doesn't <laughs> even exist in my vocabulary anymore mm-hmm. because i've started to realize that when people ask to borrow money i just consider it a loss and don't yeah. really look for it back because yeah. then it just ruins the friendship yeah if you're constantly lurking around the corner saying you gonna pay me back today or <laughs> today today or and, and that's kind of really gotta pay that bill yeah, that, that's kind of like with that 575 for the two wigs that <laughs> you paid that money the person went to jail now you're like hey, can i get my money back or yeah. little does she know portina like Sierra probably used that as bail. Damn. Bail money. We don't know. Mm. Or her one phone call money or her commissary money. Mm. We don't mm. know. Okay. It's entirely possible. Yeah. I mean, if w- people don't come to the bank of uh, Stan because I don't floss my money, uh, I'm broke. Nobody asks me for money. <laughs> um, but whenever I do lend mm. out money, I just consider it uh, lost. I, that's money i give it away it's, it's disposable income mm-hmm. not that i have a lot of it but here hold that get you back on your feet do what you got to do you know I'm, I'm not gonna quote an interest rate or a timetable on when you have to pay me back or anything like that you give out of the goodness of your heart so i think at times it does depend on the amount mm-hmm. yeah of course if i, if I lend you a thousand dollars i will be knocking on your door <laughs> so 10 days from the day i gave it to you send an email Send an email. So, I'll probably I'll probably have a contract. No, like no shade. Like yeah. seriously. Yeah, you gotta put a, you protect your own interest, right? And like, it's not even about not... like not trusting you as a friend or anything. It's just protection for both of us. Mm-hmm. Kay is a very business minded woman. This is so, fact. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A thousand dollars. Like who's sleeping on that? You know what? Um, for me, it would depend on a the amount and b the person that's asking. Oh yeah, that, the those person. are two things. Ooh, yeah. Because the like, person. yeah, there are some people where you know if they ask me, I'd be like, "Cool, fine." Other people, uh, what do, you, do you tell them straight up? Do you have an excuse? Like, what do you do? Oh, oh I'll give them an excuse. Like, like I don't yeah, got it right uh, now. Uh, yeah, because yeah. yeah, I'm not giving it to somebody. And then the the thing I don't understand is if someone says, "Hey, this is a loan." Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay you back by X time. And then they disappear. Like, yeah. you're so, the one that's saying you're going to give me the good, money yeah. back. Yeah. Why and are you running? And then you're the bad guy. And I'm the bad guy for asking you. Hey, you, you said you're going to give it back to December 7th. Yes. Where are you? Yes. And <laughs> you're the jerk for asking for uh, it back. And then I see you on a trip in, in freaking exact, South Africa. Exactly. Like, that's where I was okay. going. Yeah. That's where I was going, Jada Gray. Because sometimes you lend money out and they owe you money, whether it's $50, $200, $500. 
and you haven't got said money back, but they're in the club, they're popping bottles, they're posting their new Louis bag, they're doing all kinds of and things, and you're just you you're comment, just they're counting yep. their pockets. And the minute you you comment on it and ask about your mm-hmm. money, you're you're a jerk. <laughs> you're so, so, so what my, <laughs> my money though? No, you, you, oh, you, you got you can, money to go there though. So what, what I do is I just comment like, damn, I see you, you fly, you fresh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you know you know you owe me some money. You know you owe me some money. And friendships end over things like oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's and that's when you know that those are the type of people you know you need to cut off. That's really? You don't need the negative energy in your life. If you're beefing but, about money that you told me you're going to give back mm-hmm. to me, what kind of friendship do we have? But what mm. if they're a really awesome friend? Because we know money changes things, if right? If you're so awesome, you're going to pay me back. Exactly. Like, what? If, if we're friends like we say we're friends and mm-hmm. we're on the level what we say we are, you're gonna pay me back. So also, part. like what Jay Jay did say, it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. So there are some people right. that I would lend money to and not look for it back and be fine. So that exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So you don't have there's there's people out there that can borrow money and it just disappeared because, like you were saying, Kay, you consider it lost money, mm-hmm. and you can still maintain that relationship. But if you crazy as hell and you keep telling me you gonna pay me back mm-hmm. and then disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to go because you're clearly nuts. Clearly. Mm-hmm. You're sitting over here saying you're going to pay somebody back and then you end up dying. <laughs> like, bye. What? You don't need that. So the where bank of K. Where you can't be found. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, you, where your numbers changed and, mm-hmm. and you suddenly block people on your Instagram and you're Damn. blocking people in this over $10, mm-hmm. over $6, over $20. Like, I don't need you then. So the bank of K is not open for everyone. Got it. Nah, you got to fill out a form. All right. You still owe me $10. You know who you are. (laughs) Don't let uh, money put a wedge in your friendship. And listeners out there, let us know. If uh, somebody owes you money, are you asking for it back? Do you consider it lost? Are you you sending a greeting card saying, where's my money? Where the hell is my money? (laughs) That's what the greeting card card. Merry Christmas with my money. Exactly. Happy New Year with my money. Hit us up Twitter, Instagram, email. Shalom, where's my money? Yeah. All right. Wow. And with that, we are moving on to what Kay loves to call debunking your childhood. (laughs) It's the time in the podcast where we revisit your favorite show, movie, song, book, game, whatever it is. And look at it with our adult eyes and try and rip it apart to figure out why you liked it in the first place. Nice. (laughs) That's pretty good. What do we have this week? (laughs) So this week, Mm -hmm. the boys and I decided to take a stroll down memory lane and watch Dennis the Menace. Mm -hmm. This came out in 1993. And this movie is basically about a badass little boy Mm -hmm. who goes about his day terrorizing his neighborhood and his neighbors, and just always ending up in some kind of mess. And his parents are just like, huh, Dennis did what? Huh, Dennis did what? He's <laughs> only five. Yes. What? He did that? While, whereas everyone else is saying, yo, you have a badass kid. You need to beat him. We don't do that. Mm. And you know what? Because they don't, he runs amok around the neighborhood. And yeah, he's just a menace to society mm. before the actual menace to society. I see what you did there. So... Let's talk about this film. You can find it on Netflix if you guys want to check it out and see what we're talking about and just get really pissed off at this little kid like we did and his parents because they were stupid. 
But anyway, so <laughs> first of all, the movie opens up with the kid coming from God knows where at 6.37 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. His parents have no idea where he was because the first thing they say to him when he walks in is, where have you been? Mind you, Dennis is five years old. Oh, my goodness. So why is this five-year-old not waking up in his bed? Yeah, it's an utterly bizarre thing that we noticed. I mean, this kid is five, and he just has so much freaking freedom. Yeah. To, like, the kid's five. I can't remember what I did when I was five. You were in your house. You were in your house. Like, like, what were I you can't, doing? That's a, I can't remember. And this kid is, like, going on adventures at yeah, the age he, of five. He's leaving his house. He's he's applying for credit cards. He's <laughs> He's going to... Anywhere he wants. Like, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. He's all over the place at five. Yeah, and I wanted to mention that before he ended up coming home, Mm -hmm. he made a pit stop to his neighbor's house, which Mm -hmm. is the lovable George Wilson. George and, well, lovable for, you know, him. Mm -hmm. Dennis loves him. That's that's a fact. So he's lovable to Dennis. But to us, we're just like, damn, this poor old man. Mm -hmm. But it's George and Martha Wilson, their their neighbors. Mm Mm-hmm. And basically, he goes over, he just literally walks into his house. First of all, he walks into the house, he goes upstairs, he sees him sleeping, and goes, Huh, he must be sick. What does he do? Opens the childproof aspirin. Let me say that again. Opens the childproof aspirin mm-hmm. bottle mm-hmm. at the age of five, drops it on the floor, picks it up, licks it, and then uses a slingshot to put it into Mr. Wilson's throat. Mind you, when he's doing this, he waltzes into the open door, because it's that type of neighborhood, mm-hmm. and goes right upstairs. Mr. Wilson hears him coming. And pretends to be And sleeping. pretends to be asleep. Instead of telling him to get the F out yeah, of his Yeah, get the hell out of my house, you little five-year-old turd. No. Like, oh, okay. This film got me so upset. Okay. I, I believe Stan referred to him as an underage bum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a freeloading he, he underage was, bum. He was riding around in his bicycle with, with a training wagon. wheels with a wagon, and inside the wagon was a bunch of cans and his old teddy bears and just dirt and junk, and he just rolled up in the house dirty, and it was, huh, where have you been? Did it you eat? seemed like it was early morning too, and Dennis was dirty. Like his yeah. face had dirt on it. Yeah, and he he wasn't wearing a shirt. He just had his overalls. Like on. he was rolling around in the dirt. Yeah, yeah he's just rolling around in the dirt, and then he just comes into this poor man's bedroom and starts torturing him. <laughs> yeah, K, you basically said this film is George uh, Wilson tortured. It's, no, I believe Jay said that. Jay, it's a, yes, it's, it's a film about torturing George Wilson. That's, yes, awful. that's like literally. The synopsis of the film is how can we torture this elderly man today? Mm-hmm. Yes. And going back to his his cl- uh, clueless parents, I should mm-hmm. say, because his mom was riding him or was driving him to a play date, and he, mind you, five years old, was sitting in the front seat. Yeah, that didn't make sense. Just sitting in the front seat, talking about how he didn't want to go to the play date, but she's like, "Yo, I gotta work, so I don't mm-hmm. care. You're going." And he puts up this huge fight, ends up going to his friend's house, and there they talk about the birds and the bees, mm-hmm. but their version of it. Yeah. I believe that uh, it was stated that um, women get impregnated via their belly button. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was Wait. asked, why is it that men have belly buttons? And exactly. Was, they were saying, oh, so they don't look stupid. Wearing bathing, bathing suits. suits. So, yeah. 
So that yeah. wasn't accurate. It's not. It's by not the belly button. I, I used to, last time I checked, it wasn't belly button. I huh. could be wrong. Not to mention huh. that he also made mention that his parents have scheduled intercourse. Yes, they did talk he about said that, that on Sundays. He said on Sundays they like to fight. They like yeah, to they like fight, fight really and, loud in, mm-hmm. in the room, and he's not allowed to go in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that they're making babies out through the belly button. Through the belly button. Don't make any more. Listen, if you make Dennis the Menace, don't make any more. Stop right there. (laughs) No more menaces. Mm -hmm. And um, he's with, uh, he's left with a babysitter that couldn't read. Remember, he was reading him a bedtime story in the bathtub, which is also weird. Yes. And uh, he was uh, having a hard time, I think, reading like a Dr. Seuss level book. Yes. Yeah. The word enough was pronounced as enug. Enug. (laughs) Yes. The word sob was pronounced as sobebed. (laughs) <laughs> and the the babysitter was also uh, the older br- brother to Macaulay Culkin. Uh, oh wait, Kevin. sorry. We, let's rephrase that. Mm-hmm. He had a female babysitter, and you yes. know when yeah. in those movies when the yes. parents go away, that's when the little fast little girl brings yes, the over the boyfriend. In. The hormones, yeah. So mm-hmm. the boyfriend came over. They were making out on the couch, and then he was reading Dennis a book in the tub. Yes, and and that uh, boyfriend was uh, Kevin McAllister's older brother Buzz from mm-hmm. the Home Alone franchise. And it's like the director John uh Hughes was it? I believe he's trying to capture that magic of Macaulay Culkin in this film and it was yeah. not working. That yeah. kid no. Macaulay Culkin was lovable. This kid is just a little he's shit. He's just so bad. Now, you know what? Let's let's dive into how bad this kid was. Oh yeah. boy. So oh, his both his parents went away on a work trip mm-hmm. and poor the Wilsons had to babysit him. Mm-hmm. And first of all, he has the tendency to overflow the tub with water. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows why, but the water goes all the way to the top and then he decides to do Splash spins around. and splashes. Mm-hmm. So the water goes all over the floor. And then it's time for him to brush his teeth. He's spitting on the window, spitting on the edge of the of the, the sink, sink. Oh, yeah. spitting on the faucet, spitting everywhere. It's bad. In the mirror. He's what he spilled the mop wash. He spilled the nasal spray. Mm-hmm. And then I guess to cover up his tracks, he decides to replace the mouthwash with pine saw, mm-hmm. and then replace the nasal spray with mouthwash. Mouthwash. And yes. then you know, goes to bed like nothing happened. And then when poor Mr. Wilson comes into the bathroom for his nighttime routine, he trips over the spilled water. Yes. Mm-hmm. His hands are all over the toothpaste mush that's mm-hmm. in the sink. Mm-hmm. He takes a shot of the pine salt, thinking it's mouthwash, yes. swivels it in his mouth, burns the hell out of his throat, mm-hmm. and then squirts mouthwash up his nose for his nasal spray. Mm-hmm. And through... All this interaction that's happening, no one calls a poison hotline. Yes. Yeah, that didn't make sense. Yeah, we're here at all the (laughs) nasty, bad stuff that this little shit did. He also made Mr. Wilson eat paint. Yes, Yes, he dropped paint onto... Well, he he dropped paint onto the floor because he and his friends were going to paint an old treehouse they discovered in the woods. Mm Mm-hmm. And he accidentally dropped a bucket of paint on his floor and used a, a wet vac. Yeah, used a vacuum. vac. Yep. To suck, suck up all up the paint. paint, and then goes outside and says, "Hmm, let me hit the the reverse switch." And mm-hmm. the paint shoots out and lands on poor Mister Wilson's grill, where mm-hmm. he's making dinner for him and his wife. So he ultimately 
eats the grilled paint. Yes. Yes. Why? He consumes it. Yeah. He, he doesn't he swallow, but he's like times. he's chewing on it a lot. Yeah. So and no one calls. He even said it. It tastes like paint, and said, hmm. didn't think to <laughs> go and call anybody, but just decided to spit it out. He should be dead. The funny thing about uh, Mr. Wilson too is that once he notices that something is wrong, he automatically assumes. and rightfully so assumes that Dennis is the cause of the thing that happened. So I found that to actually be kind of funny, but funny. You kind of funny, funny. In this film? but some other of it than, was funny. You can't deny uh, it. Other than that, I mean, it was hard. It was really, really hard to get behind Dennis. Yeah, like they. I think the the director wanted us to be able to get behind Dennis and have a few laughs with him and everything like that. But this kid was just way too much, way too much. Especially at age five, yeah. I figured that, uh, you know, it'd probably be a little bit better if he was a little bit older than five. But we had this like this little kid just that can barely, you know, just get himself together. As the protagonist doing all these things, and it was just—it seemed—it struck struck me as very unrealistic because I can't see a five-year-old like putting all these crazy things together. Yeah. Not to mention poor Mr. Wilson's penis that also suffered a lot throughout it this film definitely too. Did. Yeah. There was a golf ball that shot up his balls. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then he fell he into the water, the tub water, and did a split. Yeah. Then there was a boat that landed right at the tip of the sack. Yes. It was just like... Mr. Wilson's like 80. He's not using it anymore. I don't know. But still, like, I'm pretty sure that was terrible for him to have to endure. Yeah. So that. But then also underneath all of this nastiness that's happening in the film, Mm -hmm. there's a thief running amok in the hole. Well, he calls himself a thief. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's also like, a, I guess, a thiefing drifter. There yeah. you go. Thiefing drifter that just runs amok in the neighborhood and just steals from everybody's house. The funny uh, thing about this character is that though his name was never mentioned in the film, um, he was known as Switchblade Sam. Played by the great Christopher Lloyd mm-hmm. of uh, Back to the Future fame. Once you see Doc. it, you can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you can hear Doc in there. But I digress. Uh the Drifter was just one of the worst subplot characters I've ever seen in Awful. any movie. <laughs> it was structured so it, bad the way they wrote it. The, he just pops in and out of the, the movie. The Drifter, Mostly around children. Right. Yes. It was so bizarre. Like he, he probably is in the movie for a total of maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. But the director wanted to make him seem like he was super important. Yeah, he's well established, like he's Thanos or something. Right. Like, they could have simply removed that character from the movie, and it would have made the movie just slightly better. Slightly. He was a glorified klepto. Yeah. Because yeah. he stole anything. He stole dolls from children. Yeah, that's yeah. all he did. He stole an apple. He kept bothering he children. And stealing from them. Yeah. Like, he just kept he went to showed up at playgrounds Mm -hmm. he's walking past seeing young children he kept bothering them yeah and then when mr wilson had enough of dennis after he ruined his huge garden party mm -hmm. and um ruined an experience to see this flower for the first time 
open and then die immediately. Mm-hmm. Once that happened, you know, Mr. Wilson just had enough and got a little black and was like, yo, get the F out my life, bruh. Oh, wow. And yeah. oh, wow. that made Dennis run away. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, oh, my God, nobody wants me. Mind you, he has parents, but nobody wants him. Mm-hmm. So he runs away and then he runs into the thief in Klepto. Yes. And the Klepto's really like, sad. you know what? Me and you, we about to ride the train. Why? Who knows? Don't know. He's a five-year-old. He's, he's, he's stealing a five-year-old. I'll say it. Nobody wants to say it. He was probably a pedophile. So so here's the thing. <laughs> um, they didn't give a clear motivation for this, uh, for Switchblade Sam. They didn't say, hey, Switchblade Sam intends to uh, kidnap Dennis with the hope of getting ransom or something like that. No, he just said, he just, we're taking a midnight train and yeah, we, we, we yeah. tie him up. Boy. Yeah. What? And Dennis didn't understand. He goes, okay, that's, and he goes, that's fine. Let me just tell my mom real quick so she doesn't worry. Right. He it's clearly bizarre. doesn't understand what's going on. And then what happens is while he's with the drifter, he's just, you know, being Dennis and just effing up the whole situation Torture where... Them. He's tying. He, I guess, the drifter was trying to tie up Dennis because he was just talking way too much to the point where he was just getting super so, annoyed. So he wanted to tie up the five-year-old boy. Yes. Yeah. Okay, right. that's enough. So he wanted to tie him up, and then Dennis is like, "Yo, I can get out of this. This isn't tight enough. You know what? Let me show you how to do it." And what does he do? He goes, "You know what? You're right." So he shows him how to tie him up, puts him in handcuffs, and goes, "See, I couldn't get out of this." And then when the drifter's like, "Okay, great. Now untie me." Dennis runs over to try and get the handcuff key, and it falls into a boiling pot of beans. And the only way to get that key is to feed the drifter the whole pot of beans. And the drifter eats the key because it was in one of these spoonfuls of beans. Of beans. It's so dumb. So not only does Dennis tie him up, he feeds him with beans. He sets him on fire mm-hmm. when he tries to cover him up with a blanket because he thought he was cold. Mm-hmm. And he basically almost drowns him when he gets caught up in some kind of what? What do you call that contraption when he was trying some to rescue crazy him from? Pulley. A pulley. Like he created a pulley that he learned from Mr. Wilson. Mm-hmm. And a train passes by and the rope gets caught up in the train. And the guy ultimately goes all the way up to the under of the... Like he hits the top of the bridge. And yes. then it's ultimately basically... On the verge of drowning. So the whole payoff of this weird drifter pedophile man was for Dennis to spend like 10 minutes just... Destroying him. Destroying him. Attempting, attempted murder. Attempting to... Yep, that, that was the whole thing. And then the drifter finally was... I guess he had some kind of lead way to stab Dennis. Yeah, he wanted but to stab ultimately, mm-hmm. he failed and the switchblade ended up into his ass. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh- so movies again it was super hard to get behind dennis because all he was doing was torturing the people that he interacted with. excuse me well let me let me take a step back the parents seem to be immune to torturing the wife of mr wilson also seemed to be immune to torturing but anyone else that was was an adult just seem to somehow just like just be going through it with Dennis. So how the heck is an audience member supposed to say, you know what, this kid's all right. Like, <laughs> Poor no. little guy. It was no. just so tough to watch. I wouldn't watch this again. No. I wouldn't tell anyone to watch this movie. <laughs> Who's like this going, for? I don't know, but like going back to the clueless parents, 
every scene we saw, yeah. the parents were not freaking out yeah. that their five-year-old was missing. Ah, yeah, that bring, you yeah. bring up an excellent point. Uh, when they realized that Dennis was missing, right, we got a little bit of the uh, parents going, oh, okay, let's search for Dennis. But um, after that, there was nothing really showing the parents. Like, we didn't see the mom and dad crying. Like, oh, my gosh, where's Searching my son? Night, calling yeah. the cops, nothing. We didn't see any of that. <laughs> so Dennis just appears, and everything is all right. No, they were happy. They, they were, were happy. They were celebrating. Like, yeah, this little shit is gone. Get out of here. <laughs> I, I no, guess weren't. that's what it was. Yeah. But, but then, take him. But when he came back, he didn't come back alone because he managed to drag an, a huge, an entire fully grown adult male. Mm-hmm. In his bicycle, in the wagon, mm-hmm. from the woods back to his house in the morning. So I'm, again, I guess they took a nap because he that was makes tired. Mm-hmm. And he brought the dude back to his house in the morning where the cops were there to handcuff and arrest him. <sighs> and the Smoothie. person that was most excited to see him, not his parents, Mr. Mr. Wilson. Wilson. So, Mr. Wilson, do you like Dennis or don't you? I don't think, I don't know if Mr. Wilson knew if he liked to take a dump in the mornings that was out of it <laughs> this movie was absolutely bad in typical dennis the menace fashion the movie ends with him tormenting a co-worker mm-hmm. of his mother's mm-hmm. because she he asked her if he can push the print button she said you don't know where it is and he was like oh okay push the button her blouse gets sucked up into the printer and it just starts scanning and printing her face mm-hmm. the whole time because that makes sense. Yeah. Garbage film. And then he runs his mom. But, you know, that's the end. No beating. Nothing. Um. So, yeah. That's, Would a beating uh, have fixed him? <laughs> I think it was a little was late do- for that, she, honestly. I don't know. I, he's five now. Mm-hmm. More like punishments. But we've seen that he was able to get out of punishments, too. When they took away his slingshot, he was like, oh, my slingshot. Got it right back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nothing can harm this kid. He's just going to be a menace for life. So... Okay, we had a a couple of uh, listeners. They want to know. They want you to give some kind of rating system to mm. this. We had a couple of emails, a couple of tweets. Mm. So okay, that's uh, what, fun. What kind of debunking rating system do you want to give on these? Hmm. Okay, let's do a rating of one to five. Mm-hmm. Five being the debunkest, and one being <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and one just a standard debunk, the so, lowest debunk. So five meaning. We debunked the crap out of this movie. It, it does not need to be seen with an adult eye ever mm-hmm. again. Keep Got it at it. the level mm-hmm. of a child. Uh-huh. And one being, all right, it wasn't as bad as yeah. we thought as an adult. It's still the same level as when you were a child. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool? All right. So five is, damn, what the hell were we thinking? Mm-hmm. And one is, all right, still the same. So what do you got for Dennis so the Menace? So for Dennis the Menace, when I remember when I used to watch this, I thought it was kind of funny. But now that I'm watching it as an adult, I'm going to give this a four. Wow, four. Mm. Right. This is a, a four. It's pretty worked. respectable. What about four. you guys? I want to give this, I'll give it a four and a half. This was absolute garbage. It was a five-year-old <laughs> boy. There was a bunch of men that he was around the whole time. Weird, strange drifter man that looked awful. He had bad teeth. He was dirty all the time. The movie is terrible. It's hard to watch. I don't know who it's for. It's not funny. Four and a half. Bunked. I'm just going to be straight up and say that I did not enjoy this movie. I'm giving it five. Ooh, wow. perfect, pants. A perfect, perfect five. Debunk. Don't watch. Not, don't watch this don't movie. Don't watch this don't again your with your adult eyes. Burn it. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> 
so this was debunking your childhood. Ooh, sorry, not sorry, but we will do this again week after week. Will we? <laughs> Get oh, it out. Yeah, of we will. Film was absolute garbage. Poop. Thank you so much, Kay, for doing that. Uh, it's it's been rough debunking these films. This was this was rough to get to. I was getting upset in yeah, my soul because yeah. there's nothing worse than a badass kid. Mm-hmm. Nothing worse. And clueless parents. And the parents don't do a damn thing about it. So with that, we are moving on to what you're reading, watching, playing, recommendations. Right. Jay the Gray, what do you have? So I want to uh, bring up an anime series known as Attack on Titan. It's actually very popular. It has one of the most bananas opening uh, songs ever. It's crazy. Plot goes that a bunch of people are locked into the city. Uh, the city is surrounded by walls. And one day, a bunch of giant beings that look like humans break into the city uh, and they eat people. They, yeah, they, they break into the city and start literally start grabbing people and start eating now, them. Now, you watch a lot of animes. Yes, so for a any listener here that wants to get into animes, mm-hmm. from a scale of like 1 to 10, what level of anime-ness is this? Is this can, <laughs> can a newbie get into this anime? Like, is it subtitles? Like, you, what we got? You know, so there are um, there's a dub version, and it is on Hulu. Um, if you are the kind of person that is cool with a little bit of goriness... Um, and like really cool action, check this out. I've been hearing a lot of good things about Attack on Titan. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, give it a shot. Uh, for me, this week, I am going to recommend the 1996 film Fargo. Hmm. It is a film that takes place in Minnesota, and you will know it right away because there's a lot of Minnesotan accents. You mm-hmm. hear them say, from Minnesota, don't you know? It's a very distinct Minnesotan accent. Okay. It's based on a true story. It's kind of like a black comedy, a dark comedy. It's based around mystery and trying to solve a case that's out. Somebody has been uh, captured. So we're going to follow that rabbit trail. And it's a very good movie. Um, has William H. Macy in there. Uh, Francis uh, McDormand, I can't remember her last name at the moment, um, Steve Buscemi, and it inspired the current television series Fargo that's out now. You should also check that out as well. It's on Netflix right now, so Fargo. It's a short watch. It's about an hour and 36 minutes. Uh, Academy Award winning, winning film, so check that out. Hmm. Fargo. K, what you got? So my news obsession, you guys know I, I love trashy reality TV. The queen of reality <laughs> TV. So my news obsession was Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. Okay. I've been hearing a lot of buzz about this show, but I never really sat down and gave it a shot because I was like, no, I have to finish whatever else I'm watching. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, Too Hot to Handle is a reality show about men and women that are overly sexed. Like, they just... Sex, 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 sex without any repercussions, causes, or relationship um, bindings, anything like that. So this show actually puts them to the ultimate test on whether or not they can get to know somebody on an emotional, deeper level without the act of sex. And sex in a form of intercourse, masturbation course, making out course. Any of those. Hang so on, it's like the on. masturbation course in like Mario Kart? Yeah, did you say masturbation course? Like by <laughs> yeah. go, logging onto an online class? Like, All of that. Okay. The object of this, of this show is to resist <laughs> 
temptation. Shout out to Lubin Tubin. And if you are uh, if you are able to resist temptation, there is a sweet pot of gold waiting for you at the end. Mm. Is that a euphemism? Sure. Sure. But anyway, you definitely see all these contestants grow and become better persons and better people and they actually learn how to not use sex as like an object and actually try and commit to better understanding and deeper relationships with other people. What happens if they have sex or anything like that? If you do participate in sex masturbation courses (laughs) or making out courses or feeling up courses or fingering courses. Oh, wow. I think we get it. I just wanted to like clear the air. Any form of sexual activity, the sweet pot at the end gets deducted. It's a financial pot, correct? You're financial. Not, sorry, you're, you're not you're getting not, There's no leprechauns out here. There's <laughs> yeah, no like, okay. real pot of gold. It's like money. It's a hundred grand. Yes. And who, whoever breaks, it's called rules. Whoever breaks any of those rules and actually do any of those things, the pot goes lower and lower and lower. And mm-hmm. it ultimately is less money for the contestants to split at the end if they make it to the end. So I was oh, watching wow. that with okay. you and a couple actually made out and they deducted $3,000. Yes, oh. but I didn't want to give away too much of the film. I'd rather people just... You know, go and watch it for themselves. This is, you know, spoiler alert on your end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, so Too Hot to Handle, check it out. It's really easy. It's very enjoyable. You get hooked the first episode, and it's about 10 episodes, I want to say, including the reunion special. So check it out. Every single person on there is, like, very uh, highly They're attractive. All high. Well, and... some of them. Some people mm. are questionable, but you'll <gasps> see for yourself. Damn. Okay. Remember, everybody's beautiful in their own way. That's right. All right. Thank you for those uh, beautiful recommendations from my dear co-hosts. And you know what's going on. You know what time it is. Put on your thinking cap. Be grab cerebral. Your paper. Grab your pen. Yeah, grab your pen and paper. Play along with us. It is quiz time. Quiz time. By the quiz master, Jay the Gray. The quiz master. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be focusing on capital cities in america i will be asking my lovely co-hosts what is the capital city of five states if we need a tiebreaker we'll get to that so the first state is arkansas what is the capital of arkansas hmm you guys good capital of arkansas all right i'm going to number two Number two is Florida. What is the capital of Florida? Okay. That one, this one's not fair because Kay has been to uh, Florida more than me. <laughs> You'll be fine. All right. Number three. A place where we've been. What is the capital of Louisiana? Louisiana Purchase. Oh, Lord. Number four. What is the capital of M-I-S-S-I. Mississippi. What's the capital of Mississippi? Mississippi. Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Mississippi. Number five. God. Last but not least. Colorado. What is the capital oh, of yeah. Colorado, my friends? <sighs> All right. Oh, man. Let me know Colorado. when you guys are done. All right. I don't know how I feel about this week, but... Oh, my God. All of my supporters out there, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you know, just root for me. I know it's after the fact, but... It still helps. Okay. All right. So let us begin with the answers. Yo, this shit was I'm hard. gonna start with Mr. Stan. Stan, what is the capital of Arkansas? Auburn. Okay, what you got? Gotham. 
Little. <laughs> So you 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 did you Arkham. say Arkham or Arkansas? <laughs> Arkansas, not Arkham. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. I heard Arkham. Okay, guys. <laughs> the capital would be Little Rock. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. I told you. I forgot. Bill Clinton is from there. Is he? I think so. Take it away, Quizmaster. All right. Zero zero. Number two. Florida. Okay. What you got? Tallahassee. Stan. What you got? Orlando. Okay. Is correct. Oh. Tallahassee. So we have number one on the board here. Good job, Kay. All right. Next one. Louisiana. Stan, what you got? Nowlands. Kay, what you got? Baton Rouge. Kay is correct. Number two. There we go. All right. All right. Third one. Mississippi. Stan, what you got? P-Valley. Kay, what you got? Mississippi City. Both incorrect. (laughs) Kay Kay still has two. All right. Uh, Last but not least. Colorado. Okay, what you got? Boulder. Yes. Stan, what you got? Denver, let's go. Stan is correct. So, let's go, let's go, let's go. Is K takes it away again this week. Wait, what? Yeah. I thought it was tied up 2-2. Two, two. No. 2-2. Two, two. K K O K got two right and you got one right, my friend. No, 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 no. Which one did you get Wait. right, Stan? Which oh. one did you get right? Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing right. No. no. You got Denver. You just got Denver, which is number five. So, yeah, I'm just going to let me celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know damn well I was wrong. You had me at celebrating. <laughs> you just got one right, my friend. We were just talking about friendship. Oh, my goodness. Like, Wait, you know what this means, right? What does this mean? I'm the first to five. Oh, oh my goodness. So Look I at take, that. I take it home. She gets the crown. You... That means I get a prize of my choice. Well, I mean, your Christmas is coming up, so yeah. No, 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 no. This is separate. Oh. I get a prize of my choice. Oh, okay. We talked about this in September twenty fourth, our first episode. Yeah, sounds about right. Yes. So I get a prize. It's, oh, it's probably gonna be hibachi. No, <laughs> I don't know what it, it might be. A, a might be a Sony A seven three. I don't know. Mm. All right. Good we'll job, figure guys. it out. But guys, I am the victor. Who's here for me? All right. First to five. All right. Good job, Woo! guys. Really good job. Your price you. should be to give away the ten dollars. Oh yeah. It's time for us to announce the winner of our se- season episode ten it giveaway. All right. Again, thank you for. All the people that entered, thank you, listeners, thank you, supporters. All the submissions. All the submissions. All the follows. All the follows. All the likes. This is episode 11, and we're still going strong. 1-1. One, one. Our numbers and analytics are going through the roof, and we appreciate each and every one of your listens. Tell a friend. And the winner of the $10 for the 10th episode is... Drum roll, please. <laughs> Oh, man, I stopped playing drums for a while, but I still got it. (laughs) (laughs) And the winner is at S-R-R-Y underscore M-S-J-A-C-K-S-O-N-N at Sorry, Miss Jackson. She is the winner. (laughs) So that's Sorry, Miss Jackson with two N's. So shout out to you. Congratulations. Thank you so much for entering. And I agree. I would love the ability to manipulate the elements as well as Storm is my favorite superhero. Okay. 
Shout out to you. Look out for your money in the bank soon. So between the three of us, we have to scrounge up $10. I mean, we have the cans at the door. We just got to go to ShopRite, put them in, and then we can pay her. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. All right. All right. Guys, we did it. It's another podcast, Down and Out. Professional podcast is getting better each and every single week. Well, I know I'm getting better. I'm not too sure about this guy over here. Again, thank you everybody for listening. Mm. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for subscribing and not listening. That still helps us too. Downloading the pod every week. So tell a friend. Take your mom's phone. Take your dad's phone. Subscribe on there. Um, appreciate it. If there's anything else you want to hear, contact us. Our socials, our email, everything will be available in the link to the description of said podcast. Don't forget to, to listen to DJ O'Neill on Saturday, 6 to 8 p.m. on yeah. kgvoiceradio.com. Yep. Shout out to DJ O'Neill. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Jada Gray, do you have any uh, outgoing advice for the listeners? Be good to yourselves and others. And a special shout out to all you size D's out there. Oh my God! You guys stay healthy. If Change you have your underwear issues, daily. Speak to your friends. You know, talk to anybody that will uh, listen to you. You're Wear your alone. mask. You're not alone. Wear your mask. Clean out your nose. You don't like when stuff is hanging in your nose hairs. I wear a Zorro mask. Thanks for listening. Good night. Bye. <laughs>